You are Locked On Horn Frogs. Your daily podcast on the TCU Horn Frogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Horn Frogs, your daily TCU podcast. I'm Stephen Simcox, your host. Appreciate you joining me. It is Thursday, August 5th, and uh, yeah, we continue to roll along here on Locked On Horn Frogs. Wanted to start today. So um, Austin Gale, he covers football for Pro Football Focus, um, college football and the NFL, and he's mainly a draft guy. And he did an interview with Noah Daniels on a podcast on Pro Football Focus um, called Two for One Drafts. Two for One Drafts is really good if you want to check it out. Uh, but I wanted to let you hear some of that interview with TCU corner Noah Daniels. Here's Austin Gale and Noah Daniels chopping it up about the upcoming season on Two for One Drafts, which is part of uh, Pro Football Focus. Now joining the Two for One Drafts podcast is current TCU defensive back Noah Daniels. I should say cornerback, one of the top cornerbacks ent- expected to enter the 2022 NFL Draft. It's great to have you on the show, man. Yeah, thank you, and it's an honor to be here. We're going to turn, turn back the clock a little bit. Former three-star recruit, number 10 corner coming out of Texas. I think you originally committed to Baylor, then flipped your commitment yep. to TCU. Talk to me about that decision. Why did you originally commit to Baylor? And then why did you ultimately end up you know, playing for the Horned Frogs? Uh, really throughout the whole process, my whole, my whole mind frame was kind of in that three to five hour range mm-hmm. anyways from home. And uh, Baylor offered me first at the time, so I committed to Baylor. But then uh, I went to TCU camp, and then but TCU stayed in contact with me before I even committed to Baylor. So it's not like you know they mm-hmm. just came out of nowhere. They've been interested in me. I just never got offered till later. But gotcha. when they hit off me, it was just, I flipped instantly because mm-hmm. I knew that, that's really where I wanted to go. Truly, and I, I like I like the proximity from home. Really, I like. Uh, the fact that Coach Patterson does what he does and is able to produce and develop how he does. So I just I just thought it was the best fit for me, honestly. Yeah, Patterson is a guy that, you know, we at PFF are also really high on. Yeah, three-star recruit. Still had a lot of offers from Blue Blood programs, Missouri, Notre Dame, Oklahoma. And then in your time here at TCU, you've only, you know, looking at, you know, what you've played, 353 defensive snaps played in your collegiate career, obviously missed 2019 due to injury. And then the COVID-abbreviated season, you also had another injury in 2020. I think everyone's asking. This kid, when healthy, is a freaking monster. But how healthy are you right now, and how are you kind of shifting your mindset or shifting your practice schedule, shifting how you're approaching the weight room to stay healthy entering 2021? Right now, I'm at – I just actually went to the doctor. Uh, they sent me to doctor two, two days ago, I want to say. Mm-hmm. And uh, based on his evaluation, he predicts in four weeks my uh, right knee was my surgery knee. Mm-hmm. Would be just like the left one, so basically a hundred percent. No, he he said in four he said in four weeks it'll be ninety eight percent. Gotcha. And he said he said in about four weeks from then I should be a hundred percent healed. But uh, as far as like competition wise, they've been holding me out of some stuff, but I've been going against live reps. I've been I don't I don't really do anything different than the other team with running, lifting, anything else. Gotcha. And so it's, that. For that right knee, what was that injury specifically? Uh, it was ACL specifically. It was, it was isolated ACL. Gotcha. Awesome. Um, well, that's good that you're going to be 98% healthy in four weeks, and then obviously four weeks from that, 100% healthy. Do you expect to then start the season out of the gate, week one, ready to rock and roll? 
Yeah, he told me, I asked, me, asked him that question. He, I said, do you think I'll be ready for game one? He said, most definitely for game one. Like, oh, hell yeah, dude. Doctors got our backs here. No, Daniel's playing. We yeah. love for TCU, man. That's that's awesome yeah. to hear. Yeah, so, I'm, I'm lucky. I'm lucky being up here in Fort Worth with, with Dr. Singleton. I have, have one of the best doctors in the area. It, it helps being in the metric place. But yeah, that, that's it, awesome to hear, man. And, and so yeah. I know I know you added a nutritionist recently, helping you put on weight and also another way you're prioritizing trying to stay healthy. How has that process been? What foods have you had to cut out and uh, and, and so forth? It's really more so I cut out junk food, but it wasn't really more so I wasn't really eating enough or enough of the right stuff, I guess. And it was just like I couldn't maintain the constant weight. So uh, my nutritionist, I got I got with a nutritionist, got the uh, the high calorie shakes, you know, I drink out the workouts and uh I told her like sometimes sometimes I can't eat in the mornings. So like sometimes I don't eat breakfast. We got the uh, shakes, so now I drink the shakes in the morning, which is like replace the calories. It's like we we could like she suits well to like a thousand calories in these two, but like Oh wow. You know, yeah, like she like it's however many she whatever weight I'm trying to stay at. And right now it's about one ninety three, one ninety four. And right now I'm about one ninety one point five or two ish. Okay. But but so it's been working, but it had it really started when I had dropped to one eighty eight and I I'm like, yeah, I'm not one eighty. <laughs> so right when that right when that happened, they got me the nutritionist and then ever since then I've been able to maintain and keep that weight. And, That's awesome. And so you plan to play this season at what, one ninety three, one ninety four? Yeah. Gotcha. And and are you approaching the weight room differently? Or are you doing anything different in the weight room or in the rehabilitation process yeah, yeah. to try and I keep do, things going? I, yeah, I do everything they do. And then in between sets, like, because we work out in sets of three, but my workout group has two. So after, so we'll go one set, two set. I have a whole free set to do nothing. So I use that set to do a lot of single leg, quad stuff. A lot of things that you need for ACL. Uh, I do a lot of hamstring stuff, uh, stuff to help with the breaking, which because you know, with the ACL, it's to repair it's repaired with your patella tendon. So I do a lot of you know, uh, single leg stuff, breaking gotcha. stuff. I do a lot of rehab stuff in rehab after after I just went to rehab. I do a lot of rehab stuff in workouts. So yeah. I, that's probably best to, to 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 make sure it's going to be it's going to be ready. Makes a ton of sense, man, because honestly, you answer that health, you stay healthy for a full season. I think a lot more people than just PFF are going to be all over you, my friend, heading into the draft. I think now I want to focus a little bit on TCU. I think TCU over the past few years has been super underrated in terms of the type of talent they've been able to push in the secondary. Gladney, Merrick, Darius Washington, so much talent coming out of TCU recently. How has that experience been, you know, working with those guys, you know, specifically Merrick and Darius Washington this past year? And uh, how much have you learned from playing under those underclassmen? I mean, it was cool because I got to watch them grow. Like, I watched them from when they first came in and didn't know nothing, didn't, didn't know a thing to what they are now. You know, <laughs> some of the best safeties that was in the previous draft class. So it was honestly cool. Like, I, I've been here, like, five. I've been here for – I'm a senior, so mm -hmm. I, it's, it's cool watching young guys, especially when they get opportunity at the next level. Uh, especially when they're in the secondary with me and I've played and communicated with them and, and trading train ideas I actually close friends of mine so that makes it even more better. So it was it was it was uh, it was great seeing them seeing them get picked up. But 
and, and was, that, was, on, on the field on the field it was, it was a lot easier too because I, I played I played the boundary a lot due to, just due to my physical you know yeah. I'm more about woman so uh and then uh, AD played we safety which is so we communicated a lot so and we had great communication so it, it helped and that cornerback room is loaded this year. You got the transfer from Memphis, TJ Carter, obviously Hodges Tomlinson. Talk to me about your relationship with those guys and, and how that's been obviously working with them this offseason. Uh, TJ has been working more with the safeties, but as far as the other ones, we've been, we've been, we've been working. We've gotcha. Been working. That's good, man. That's great. Uh, another guy, Quentin Johnson, 2024 star recruit on the receiver side, breakout candidate. How does he look? Uh, I don't want to sound biased, so I'm gonna say, <laughs> so I'm gonna say, in two years. But I think next year he's gonna be the best receiver in the Big Twelve. Oh wow, man, that is honestly. high praise. That's sweet. I know a lot of people are high on him too, PFF included. Yeah, um, yeah. Honestly, I, 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 I I've guarded him. I, I can truly say, I see him in praise every day. I could truly say, yeah, he's 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 one of the best up and coming receivers. Dude, that's like, sweet. High like, praise. Yeah, yeah that's, absolutely. That's, that, and, and me and me and Quentin are friends, but we're, he, we're not just close friends. Like we haven't got a chance to develop that relationship yet. He's young, but I'm sure we will. So, but I'm not. So I'm not being biased. I'm being honest. That that dude's nice, man. <laughs> that's that awesome, man. Nice. Um, last question for you, and I really appreciate the time. That's great to hear on Quentin Johnson, too. I, I guess set expectations for yourself for this upcoming year. Obviously, you want to be healthy. Obviously, you want to be you know, one of the best defensive backs in the Big 12. But given, you know, barring that you do have a healthy season, what does an ideal season or your highest expectations look like for Noah Daniels in 2021? Uh, individually or? Yeah, individually. Team? Individually. I mean, I don't really like to get an individual, but I feel like – my expectation is really to dominate every snap. Like I want, I want to go every game walking off the field knowing I didn't let up anything. Like, mm -hmm. and that's because I know I want. I want to do my one eleven basically. Like my job on defense. Like I don't want. To, I don't want the reason we lose to be because of me. I don't want the reason you know my teammates, you know, are down and lost because of me. I want to. I want to be able to step on the field and put my best foot forward every play because as I learned from these injuries, it can it can end any play, you know. So mm -hmm. that's just that's my goal. My goal is to just attack every single rep. Like it's just my last. Okay, I want to break some of that down. That was Noah Daniels with Austin Gale from Pro Football Focus. I want to break some of that down next and talk some more football. Before we do that though, I did want to discuss um, Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a great business. It's a family-owned company. It's uh, one of our great sponsors. And, you know, Rock Auto, it's, it's perfect for people like me, as I told you before, who are kind of clueless about vehicles. But it's also really good for folks that do work on their own cars, who have a good idea of this is what I need. Because it's not only knowledge for sort of people that are more novice um, as far as what's best for your car, but it also gives you the chance to compare manufacturers, prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Give Rock Auto a try today. All right, so in that last segment, yeah, we heard from Noah Daniels and Austin Gale. And, um, you know, the, the things that stood out to me, one, obviously health is big. And the fact that he's going to be on the field in week one, it looks like, at least that's, you know, the latest he's heard from his doctors. 
is super encouraging. Um, again, we, we discussed this yesterday, but that secondary is going to just be a bear. And, and I think especially at the corner position, they're going to equip themselves really well. So that's step one. He had some high praise for Quentin Johnson, which is good news. Um, we're, we're kind of at the point with Quentin where I think the the hype train is so far down the tracks that anything other than just a massive season would be a disappointment. So, obviously for him and the team, you hope it works out. But um, I understand why folks are excited. I mean, he is big, physical, fast, good route runner, gets yards after the catch. He's everything you want in a big-time college wideout. So I totally understand why folks are excited about his potential. And, um, you know, some typical off-season stuff in there, cutting out junk food, that kind of thing. But it's, it's good to hear from Noah. I hope he can put together a good season that is helpful for him in the draft process, obviously. Travis Hodges Tomlinson on the other side is going to be big on this defense as well. But if that corner group can play up to their potential – then you just have so much flexibility in the defense and what you can do and what you can run. If your corners can match up man-to-man, then it really does open things up um, and just make things go really, really smoothly. I, I want to continue our segment. I've been doing this segment kind of off and on, but ranking the games on the TCU football schedule by importance. So, you know, at number 12, I said Duquesne just because it's an FCS school. You know, what are you going to do? Um, at 11, I said uh, Kansas, which I know that might surprise some people. But I, I just I really believe that that's a game you should win. And if it's close or if you lose, then it's, it's totally just a lack of preparation and a lack of, um, a lack of ability to execute. So as far as importance in the grand scheme of things and in the season goes i put ku there at 10 we had uh cal at nine we had smu you know i went back and forth between those two but smu does feel like they it just feels like they have a lot of momentum right now and putting a stop to that would be huge for the horn frogs they could find a way to show hey we're still in control here we'll still we're still the team to beat in the metroplex even though maybe you know some recruiting battles have been won by the ponies as of late that is just an anomaly. This is still the, the flagship program in this area of the state. And then for number eight, I will go with Texas Tech. Um, you know, Tech is in a weird place right now. Matt Wells was on the hot seat, felt like he was going to get uh, ousted. They went ahead and moved on from David Yost as offensive coordinator and kept Wells around. But it's a make or break year for him, and it's it's a – rivalry that TCU's had some success in as of late got a nice win at home last year that offense has not um lived up to what folks thought it would be so I like TCU to beat Texas Tech I think it's going to be um another one of those wins along with Kansas that you you know kind of get used to that that happening at least where Tech stands right now and I just feel like ultimately um, as we go into conference play, that one's going to hold less weight as long as you take care of business and execute similarly to the formula against KU. You know, on Twitter, Locked On TCU, Mitch responded to me a couple days ago, and Mitch said, more than any other year, every game is important. Not coach speak. 
that every game is important. People need to turn on the TV and go to the game if they're at the game. Hashtag go frogs. Yeah, you're right, Mitch. I mean, it is an important year to show off the TCU brand, to show that the program is trending in the right direction, that they have big fan support. Um, it is a huge year for, for from that aspect of things. And if TCU still wants to see at the table, um, you know, when this kind of realignment musical chairs comes to a screeching halt, you want to make sure you show that you're a big boy program as much as you can. Uh, let's talk about betonline.ag. So tonight, Hall of Fame game is happening, guys. Cowboys third string offense versus Steelers fourth string defense. It's that time of year again. And, I mean, you can bet on preseason football. I don't know if I would advise it, but it's something that you can do. Football is coming fast. You need to sign up with betonline.ag today. Lee Sterling from Paramount Sports. He runs it. He does a fantastic job. He tells you everything you need to know. BetOnline.ag. Use the promo code LOCKEDON. Get a 20% uh, sign-up bonus. Give it a try today. Final segment here on Locked On Horn Frogs. The only other thing I want to pass along, uh, TCU soccer is coming back soon as well. And I know it's kind of odd because they played for basically a full calendar year last year. They had a fall season and a spring season. Well, they're back for a fall season next year uh, or, or coming up here at the end of the month. Camp actually started for them earlier this week. So they were picked second in the Big 12 preseason poll behind West Virginia. They played West Virginia last year for a regular season title, and they were able to win that game at home. And then they're eighth in the nation. So coming off an Elite Eight appearance, Eric Bell losing some great players with Yasmin Ryan and Emily Alvarado. But the hope is that they can keep that going and best select to them as they get ready for the season. I'll be back tomorrow. This has been Locked On Horn Frogs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.